Well, hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. And today we're going to continue our small group spiritual warfare study from my book, uh, My Search for Prayers Satan Hates. Uh, there's a free downloadable PDF transcript of this podcast available on our website uh, at active-faith.org under the resources tab. And it has a couple of uh, questions and answers designed for uh, small group uh, studies. Today, we're going to talk about <clears throat> trading enemies. Now, that sounds kind of weird, but that's what we're going to talk about, trading enemies. Being in covenant with God <clears throat> means you're allying yourself with God and therefore trading enemies with him. His enemies become yours because of your your contract, your covenant with him. And and your enemies become his. Now, let me explain that. Hebrews 12, 24, NLT says, You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people. So God has always worked by covenant. There's actually seven major main covenants in the Bible, and symbols are associated with every one of them. Um, blood is always involved. And we now live under the new covenant, which is mediated by Jesus Christ, God's son. Now, I covered all the details of the 10 steps of the ancient covenant in my book, My Search for the Real Heaven. But I do want to focus on one of these 10 steps for the purpose of, of this study, and especially this chapter about our uh, enemies. Uh, make no mistake, Satan and his forces are your enemy. They kill deceive, steal, and destroy, John 10, verse 10. But why do they do that? If Satan is rebelling against God, why is he focused on us, on you and me? The answer lies in this often ignored or overlooked topic of covenants. One of the steps of the ancient covenant was the exchange of weapons. I give you my sword and you give me yours. This symbolizes an exchange of enemies. Uh, we're going to trade enemies. Your enemy is mine and mine is, is yours. So who's God's enemy? Satan. So guess what? He became our enemy when we made a covenant with God. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour who was our enemy because of sin, death. So Jesus came and conquered death. See how neatly that fits together? 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Resurrection isn't just for Jesus. It's the future of every Christian who dies before the second coming. Another aspect of the covenant involves exchanging strength. We can't defeat Satan with our own strength and power, but we have access to God's strength and God's power because of our covenant relationship with him. Many Christians have a, a grasshopper mentality when they ought to have a giant mentality. We feel like grasshoppers of goodness in a world filled with evil and ugliness. It's overwhelming at times. It generally makes us feel helpless and hopeless and youthless and worthless because the big bad world is getting bigger and badder and uglier by the day. While I do admit it's it's easy to fall into that sort of thinking, that sort of pattern, 
especially by watching the evening news. Uh, keep in mind that David, a man after God's own heart, focused on God instead of the obstacle in front of him when he faced enemies. The story of Goliath is the perfect example of this. Remember what David said when he discovered Goliath taunting Israel each day for 40 days? 1 Samuel 17, 26, NIV. David asked the men standing near him, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? 1 Samuel 17, 36, NIV says, your servant has killed both lion and bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. Now, now what did that mean? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What does circumcision have to do with anything? Well, it had everything to do with it. Circumcision was the mark of the what? The covenant between God and his people. A physical connection symbolizing the bond between the two, like, like baptism for Christians today. It's a physical connection. It's a public, uh, a public thing today. It used to be a private thing. Another aspect of a covenant relationship was that when your covenant partner was attacked, you're obligated by contract to go help. Uh, their enemy is your enemy. So when God's people were attacked, the covenant meant he would come help. Here's what David was really saying. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who does this guy taunting us think he is? He's not in covenant with the one true living God. He's no match for God. We're in covenant with God. I don't care if he's 20 feet tall. He's no match. I can beat him. Because God's on my side. I'll take him on in God's name. I'm in covenant with God. He doesn't have a chance. That's how you should approach your prayer life. That's why David wasn't afraid. He knew for sure God was on his side. By the way, do you know why he wanted five stones to take with him? Because Goliath had four brothers. He figured once he killed Goliath, he'd have to kill all four brothers. They would come after him. The story summarized in 2 Samuel. The father of Goliath was a giant who had five sons. They, uh, they all fought for the Philistines. Goliath was killed by David himself, and his four brothers were ultimately killed in, in combat with David's men. 2 Samuel 21, 22. The only one of the four who was mentioned by name in Scripture beside Goliath there was uh, uh, Lami, L-A-H-M-I, 1 Chronicles 20, verse 5. But Goliath was apparently the first one of the five to die because the others are mentioned later. David figured one stone per giant. That's how confident he was in God's giving him the victory over these enemies. Lord, thank you for the peace that comes from knowing death isn't the end. Thank you for demonstrating my own future resurrection by resurrecting Jesus Christ. Forgive me for fearing death. Remind me that death now no longer holds power over me because of Jesus. Also, Lord, when Satan attacks and the circumstances appear to be overwhelming, remind me I have access to your strength to endure and overcome because I'm in covenant with you. In Jesus' name. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to consider the following discussion thoughts. Number one, discuss the giants you face in modern day life. Make a list of them. Financial giants, emotional giants, fear, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, these kind of things. Number two, make a list of encouraging Bible verses that address how Christian, Christians should face these issues, these giants. And let me remind you, 
to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.